0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Musicians Talk Music Podcast. We're your hosts, Liam Fitzgerald and Hayden Aaron. And today we're talking about Melophobia
1: by Cage the Elephant. Let's get into it.
0: Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode two. We're your host, Liam Fitzgerald and
1: Hayden Aaron. As I said before, today we're talking about Melophobia by Casey Elephant. This is the third album by the Kentucky based indie alt rock band. It was released in 2013 and it followed up their 2011 album, Thank You, Happy Birthday. And it got pretty good reviews, which is good because it's a pretty good album. Yeah, At least, in my it... opinion,
0: it is. All right. So before before we get into the album let's just let's get some things out of the way um you know like like we've mentioned in in episode one this is a chance for the both of us to start getting into some new music and hopefully you guys as well um so you know for me this is a brand new album and i gotta say this album took me a really long time to dig this album was a little dense for me and uh you know, I'm very much into it now, with the exception of a couple songs. But um but yeah, I mean, you know, I just I just there's, there's a lot to be said about this album. Uh is See, there is there anything that you personally like? Honestly,
1: I was gonna say I also kind of like how dense it is at times, which is strange because I'm not usually a fan of super dense music. I love that Cage The Elephant is able to go hard and fast when they want to and also be able to pull it back and tracks like Hypocrite and Cigarette Daydreams. And I don't know, I really like this album. This album reminds me of, you know, good times in high school with friends because that's really when I discovered this album. And it's great. I love it a lot. I really want to pick it up on vinyl. And um, yeah, other than that, I think we more or less have the same opinion about being into it,
0: you know? I I'd, I'd say I'd say maybe maybe a little bit less. I think that you're a lot more into this than I am. Um, Probably.
1: This is one of my favorite albums of all yeah, time. Yeah,
0: this is this is <laughs> at, at least just for me it's a completely different take on music that I wouldn't necessarily listen to. Um but it's not it's not bad and you know it kind of reminds me of bands like Hippocampus or the Growlers and you know all these kind of bands that came out of the uh the early 2010s. So um but yeah uh favorite songs off this album uh my favorite songs are telescope and cigarette daydreams but
1: not in that order it's the other way around cigarette daydreams is one of my favorite songs of all time i love it yeah
0: it's a it's a good pop song and you know we're, we're gonna talk about each track of course but um i i'd have to say my favorite songs on this album are telescope we can share that telescope hell yeah is the best song on the album my opinion and uh, I don't know. I don't your, really have. I don't really know two? where to. I don't really know where to put number two. It would either be something like Spider-Head or Halo. I really like Halo. I really like Halo. Spiderhead's also um, really good. Spiderhead. Spiderhead's just interesting. But I'll tell you what. Yeah. Let's talk about Spiderhead since you yeah. know, we're here. Let's talk about Spiderhead.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the, something I really really love about Spider-Head is it just comes in super duper strong because it really kind of, it's the first track. It sets the precedent for what the album is going to sound like and what you're getting yourself into. And I think it just, you know, it comes in loud and proud. I love how there's claps in the beginning, they get replaced by drum kicks. And, you know, it's cool that it's got some tambourine, it's got some fuzzy guitar. I also really, really like, I like the writing. I like that it's about a toxic relationship, but, the narrator knows that he's
0: gonna be okay. It's something else we should talk about before we actually get into this album is that this album's a concept album, which is super dope. Is uh, it really? I didn't know yeah. that. I think think about well, I mean think about each of the songs. They're all about the the concept is like love, but not the good kind of love. That's true. I guess I guess I'm not
1: thinking of it in a concept album in the sense of like like Ziggy a story or, like a plot
0: or anything it's it's i mean yeah it, it's, it just has it's a general concept umbrella yeah
1: oh yeah yeah then you're 100 right this entire album is the chase of
0: love yeah
1: and, and then, it's not necessarily
0: the good kind either actually almost all of it's the bad kind
1: yeah until we get to the end where the chase doesn't work and you're left with what do i do now
0: yeah exactly which um uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. We'll get to cigarette daydreams when we get yeah. to cigarette daydreams. That's right. So we we are getting ahead of ourselves. So spiderhead, I I just want to say, I mean, what a great way to kind of kick off the album. Um, uh, you know, it's it's simplistic, but it's perfect. You know, it doesn't doesn't have too much going on, and it's uh, it still portrays the message pretty well. I I'd, I'd have to say. Um, also one thing off the bat, I don't love uh, what's his name, Matthew Schultz yeah um, lead singer um not a huge fan of his voice you you get past it though eventually um yeah here's my thing about his
1: voice i've listened to a few live not a few i've listened to the one live album i have i've listened to unpeeled and i've seen some clips on youtube and i will say he is not the best singer in the world he's especially live. live
0: i i, I like oh. him better live actually i don't know maybe it's, i've it's only just, heard there's, like there's so not much production clips there's so much production on his on his voice Cause I also listen to parts of the unpeeled album, or just parts of this album on the unpeeled album, but, but, um, but nevertheless, I mean, I just don't, I just don't like his, the yeah. compression and the effects put on his voice. But I thought, I think that the chorus is like super great. And the part where, um, the finale of the chorus, the final, and the final, uh, baby, I'm not blind. I think that that is just such a cool section it's got a lot of lot of a lot of moments there a lot of really big moments so uh something else i was going to mention is um is the bridge is uh, the little bridge where it's just like bump, bum bump, bum bump, bum bump, bump. it's very just very kind of simple nothing really to it it's it's okay and it goes back into the chorus which is great um one thing i didn't like was the kind of skipping feel after the last chorus you know what i mean you know which part i'm talking about yeah um, it's got a good solo, uh, in the six eight section, but that's. I I
1: love the six eight section. I like
0: it. I, I I like it too. I just don't like the skipping feel that goes into it. It's just it feels very like why you know what I mean? It's like why why was that there? It's it's I mean it's not even in, not that it has to be in time, but it's not even really that much in time. But that was that's just my opinion on it. Um. But nevertheless, that's that's really the only negative I have about this song, just to start off. I think it's a great song to kick off the album. Yeah. Um, what would you rate it? What I rate it? Um, 8.5.
1: 8.5? Five? All right. I gave it a 7. But again, all of my ratings are
0: relative, because I'm going to have a 10 on this album. I don't even know if I'm going to have a 10 on this album. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I probably will. I probably will. But, um, but I mean, it's also just that spider head is one of my favorite songs on the album, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's uh, a good song, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good song. It has a good, has a really kind of neat little topic that it's on. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I like it. Let's talk about yeah. come a little closer. All right. do you think? What I think? I like it.
1: I, I also
0: like it. Like a lot. it. Um, I really like the groove in the beginning with the with the bass and it's like it's like just the bass and drums. Um, I agree. Sounds I'm gonna mention the growlers again, very much like a song off their Chinese fountain album. Uh the verse the verse is kinda of cool. The chorus is really where it's at. Uh it's got a pretty neat little melody and the uh, the guitar, uh when they come a little closer then you see and the guitar goes <laughs> I I love that it's just a it's a great feel and yeah I mean the bridge is also kind of cool with uh with some keyboard counterpoint going on uh but yeah I don't know what about you
1: yeah no I agree with everything you said I really like the song what's really cool about it and I could definitely hear this influence um so Matt Schultz wrote this song or at least he got the idea from this song when he was sitting in the airport at Buenos Aires and uh he heard a flamenco guitarist and i could definitely hear that influence in the song And i just i think that's really really cool i don't really know what it's about but i think it's dope yeah um, i couldn't
0: really figure out what this was about either i think this is one of the songs that actually kind of pulls away from the concept yeah um but
1: let's you know, but... not to say that's a bad thing it's it's good no. you know i really like this song this is definitely one of my like top three songs on the album. You know, I love the bass in the chorus. I love that it's walking up. Oh, that's and just
0: something else to say is that the bass playing on this album is fun- just, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like you know, it's not crazy intricate, but it's just, it's wonderful. It's wonderful bass playing. So, yeah.
1: I want to give Daniel Tickenor, if I
0: said his name right, the bassist, I want to give
1: him a, a nice crisp high five. Because, like, yeah. this, is, this is awesome. And in every song, the bass is so present in the mix. Yeah, I it's know.
0: great. It's just I don't know. Like I, I was um driving to uh drop off a package today and I played a little bit of this album just to get ready for the podcast today. And just like the bass in my car, I was like, Oh my god, this is really good bass oh, mixing.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. It's real good.
0: Um one of my favorite lines, uh speaking of the bass, is uh just the line that ten thousand people stand alone. And um
1: People stand alone and it's not
0: even so much it's not even so much like the lyric it's just like just kind of like the, the simplicity of the
1: bass line there
0: yeah also yeah I mean yeah it's, it, knock the mic <laughs> <laughs> uh it's with um it's with the bass isolation there it's really just awesome I don't know it's just a yeah. really really cool really really cool little yeah, thing there and this then it album is up, great for bass and it just builds up to that final chorus with like all that energy you know.
1: Yeah, playing in my head right now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something else to say is that I feel like some of the songs on this album are just like a little obnoxious with the crunchiness and whatnot, and the uh, the um, what what am I trying to say? The effects on um, Matt Schultz's voice. This is one of those songs that is not part of that trend. It is, you know, it's clean a lot of the songs yeah clean it's mixed super super well
1: a lot of it goes back and forth between like the fuzziness on his voice and the not fuzziness
0: yeah i know which is kind of it kind of frustrates me but you know whatever yeah
1: i mean sometimes it works like i think for teeth though the fuzziness works just because it's a uh, kind of song Mm -hmm. you know it's all over the place but we're getting ahead of ourselves again we'll get back to teeth
0: I also think I also think you have to kind of take into consideration you know a the genre and the time you know when we were talking about Harry Styles we were talking about the sonic masterpiece of it this is an indie alt-rock band that was written in yeah. 2013 so you know of course it's gonna be a little bit different it's almost 10 years holy crap! Yeah, it, yeah I know it's uh what is that eight eight years yeah so anyways um anything else you want to say about come a little closer
1: Nothing other than I would rate it a nine out of ten.
0: Really, you rate it a nine?
1: Yeah. probably Give
0: this a. I'd probably give. This it's a another, good lead single, dude. It it is a good lead single. I'd probably give it another eight point five, if I'm being honest. All right. Eight point five, maybe a nine if I'm being generous. But that's if I'm being generous. I'll be generous today. Nine. All, How right, that. all right. That's pretty good. Now, my favorite song on the album, and if you ask me, Ooh. If you ask yeah, me this and um, the last track on the album, which we can't get ahead of ourselves anymore. These are ah. the two most mature works on the album. If you ask. Yeah,
1: me. I agree. I think the storytelling on telescope is so great. My I, favorite I like part of the of this song. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I mean, it's just, just. Sorry. It's go good. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt, you know, uh, I, I love how it's a different turn from all of the other songs so far. Everything was you know just kind of either loud and proud and then, or just kind of like groovy. You know this is it pulls it back. Yeah. You know it's like he he doesn't recognize who he is. Yeah. You know and it just talks about loneliness in such a in such a cool way.
0: I know. Yeah. You know? No. It's distant, I also noticed it's atmospheric. I also noticed that there's a lot of anxiety in this song it is about Luke, oh, yeah. but it's also about his total over you know overarching anxiety yeah and it's just it's such a ah it's beautiful honestly and you know the chorus is so catchy i mean yeah. like just just from the first time listening to it last week and listening to it now i'm just like i literally i sing it all the time it's just such a great chorus I listen um, to the song all the time. I was um, I
1: was listening to this album to take notes last week, and the song came on, and Cole, my roommate, was like, oh, I know this song. It's like the One Cage the Elephant song you play all the time. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Telescope. Yeah,
0: it's a great song. And, you know, I mean, this this was, you know, when I was listening to it and not really loving it the first couple listens, this was the song I kept going back to and being like, i got to give it a chance. This album has this song. So, I mean, the rest of it must yeah. be at least decent um
1: and the other thing that's great about this song is how much it builds like i said earlier it started really really like atmospheric and distant and towards the end it sounds you know close and not really in your face because i don't think in your face is the right way to describe it but it's like it's like he kind of landed back down in his body are
0: you you talking about the bridge
1: i just mean like as the song progresses oh yeah no i think uh... it, it it ends a lot closer than it starts if you know what i mean
0: yes i know you exactly know? what you mean yeah i know i would definitely agree but with the you, bridge like, is and... definitely
1: where it all kicks in
0: yeah uh i mean i mean so that, that's my thing about the bridge and that's actually that's the bridge is what keeps us from being a 10 he could have the band could have executed i know they're trying to build an effect i just don't i don't think it was the right effect who am i to say you know uh unlike the monotone three syllable thing it just i I never clicked with it. I've never ever clicked with it. Um, and, I think you know, it's, it's just, cool.
1: I think it just, represents like his frustration with himself.
0: I think I think you know? it does too because he's just, lonely
1: and he's anxious and he just gets like frustrated and it's, yeah. it's just where I mean, he's getting it out. You know,
0: it's just it's just not something that I personally like. I mean, take take um like growling or screaming in metal. That's true. Uh, That's not just, my thing. I mean, yeah, it's just not my thing. That I that doesn't mean that. It's poetic and it doesn't mean that it's, you know, maybe it doesn't mean it's not right. It's just not my dig. That's that's what just like the fuzz on his voice. I hate the amount of effects he puts on his voice on on his album because he sounds so good clean. Yeah, like I mean, he doesn't have a great voice, but he sounds better clean in my own opinion. You know what Um, else sounds really good on this song? The tone of the bass. Yes. I don't know if they
1: use a different bass for it or if they put it through a pedal or if I just. (laughs) I'm like dumb, <laughs> but the bass sounds different on this track than it does on the rest of the album. And I yeah. love it. Like also, that really I don't know set out to it. I
0: don't know if you caught it. I don't know if it's a keyboard or if they actually got like a like a bass clarinet or a baritone sax, but there actually is like a low read in this uh during the uh the little bridge. Um before I didn't even realize that before the uh da 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 da, you know? Um so that's that's just something I caught with headphones. It's like just barely in the mix, but yeah. Um, overall, I mean, this... Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. The final chorus, like you were saying, it's, it's like it's like a brought down to earth. You know, finally, like back in his own body. Um, this is one of the few songs in the album I actually like how it ended. <laughs> I, I don't think that they can end their songs very well, personally. <laughs> um, it's just, it's just, oh, it's either, it's either bah or just very kind of subtly. The, i don't know my or my weird and eclectic like teeth or yeah come a little closer no yeah. not come well, a little like, closer
1: my bad i meant it's just forever
0: yeah oh well yeah we'll get to that <laughs> <But> <laughs> that's the thing without without that little like 30 second section this song gets my highest rating on the album a
1: 9.5 i think this song also gets a 9.5 because yeah. it's my second favorite song on the album you know what be... song doesn't get a nine point five though? It's just, just forever? forever. I uh, am not uh, a huge fan of this song. But you can go first, second, since I just went first. My second
0: least favorite song on the album. And well, we'll talk about my least favorite song on the album. I hate the vocals on this song. I hate them. I hate them so much. I don't know what it is. It's just so whiny. There's there's a, a woman who has a little uh little section to herself, Alison Mosshart. Yeah, it's it's cool, and she does a good job. But it just sounds very modern rock show toony. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Um, which is not a bad thing. It's just you know again not not my thing. Uh, but just just a song like a song like this after Telescope, ah.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's it's super jarring. Even thematically it's super jarring because like as opposed to Telescope which talks about anxiety and and just feeling like you're not yourself, this song is just like about two people who are in love but to like a really really creepy and weird level. You yeah. know. It's definitely got that vibe especially when you know Allison has her verse. You know, it's it's okay. The six yeah. eight kind of gives it some variation,
0: I guess. The bass groove
1: is great though. I love the bass, love groove, the
0: bass groove. I wanted to mention the verse actually. I really like it's like a the bass groove with the drums and the little melody he does, and you know I just I think that I think that this song could have had so much interesting potential, and I feel like a lot of that gets lost. There's also like at the end there's kind of like just this guy going off on piano uh who who's the keyboard yeah. player um, um
1: the keyboard players were uh lincoln parish and brad schultz but i don't know right who brad specifically schultz, but... played keyboard on this one
0: yeah that was that was my thing was that i i didn't really understand why that was in there it just kind of came out of nowhere personally with the with the and they're they're just screaming and I just oh man. Yeah, I said the piano part is cool, but
1: not the not,
0: screaming over it. It just because it it's just, not just even the fun.
1: anymore. It's he's no, just right. yelling. They're
0: just they're just screaming. And yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know. I honestly I don't have that much more to say about this song. I'd give it like a six. Really? Yeah, because I like the bass groove. It's funky, you know it's what? fun. I'll probably
0: save it a little bit. I'll probably get it, I'll probably give it a five point five maybe i really don't like this song either probably a five i'm gonna give it a five final answer (sighs) take it or leave it um
1: i like take it or leave it second single good build
0: take it or leave it for me is very much like the title it's not a bad song it's just you know and it's not it's not a great song it's not a bad song it's just like a okay oh i like it
1: i really like take it or leave it yeah i like like it a lot more than it's just... just forever i like it a
0: lot more than it's just forever (laughs) but that's that's not to say that's not to say it's i don't know for me it's uh like like i said like it's not it's not a bad song but it's also not like something magnificent you know
1: yeah i i wouldn't call it magnificent either i like it though i like um you know i feel like the verse sounds very very close and kind of i guess more compressed the chorus though i love the way the chorus sounds it sounds super duper open I like the surf rock vibe, I and can't, <laughs> I can't
0: what? tell. I can't tell if it's like a time change or they just decided to like slow down like that one section. You know what I'm talking about in the chorus. It's like, oh, I, da, 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 yeah. I think da, I just da, have slowed da, it just might slow down a bit. Da, 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 da. I don't know. It's it's either, it's either a complex. Time yeah, I think it's just it's, uh just it's just it.
1: like a Valentine Yeah. Think I, must um, yeah, this I like especially, it
0: especially this song especially has some great bass playing on it.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean I, I don't know I feel like we keep coming back to the bass but for me yeah. that's that's what makes this album. Um also um you know the keyboards are cool on it as well. Kind of has like a yeah. sound. Yeah. <laughs> like with actual pitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly going
1: um, back to those drum hits before. I think that's my favorite part of the song where it hits on every single syllable
0: oh um, i like it
1: <laughs> yeah the i think i must confess
0: yeah i agree i agree i dig it um, and i think
1: it is just slowing down because i don't think it switches to three and it doesn't seem like it switches to
0: five mm-hmm. yeah unless I it think speeds
1: you're... up when it switches to five i think it's just slowing down
0: yeah i don't think so um I was going to say, I mean, the only thing is that there's not a lot of, uh, meat it's not really a whole lot of meat going on the, in the, there's potatoes there. There's some potatoes. Um, but, uh, I will say I did like the solo. If you listen very closely, there's crunchy guitar in the left. I hit it again. There's crunchy guitar in the left ear and a clean counter solo going on in the right ear. And it's very cool. That's something I really liked about it. Something I hated about it. It's a it is good the way song. Ended. <laughs> I just they can't end a song. That's my only problem.
1: You're wrong. They can end a song.
0: They they can't end many songs. I don't like how the song ends. It's it's just the way it is, for me at least. I don't know. I mean, they just. I like of, it. Even a fade out. I mean, I hate fade outs, but like I sometimes know. I it's also. That's the thing. Like, I,
1: I like how it ends, especially when it goes into the next one. Mm-hmm. Because the next one, I don't know. I like the way the next one starts, the way Halo starts. And I feel like it's just like, you know, it ends and it's like you're holding your breath. And then it comes in with Halo, you know? Okay. So I guess okay. back to back, it's cool. I don't really, I haven't really thought about how it stands on its own. Just really yeah. in terms of the rest of the album.
0: Well, that's how that's how i i mean you know i listened to the album all the way through you know kind of you know how like when you listen to something for the first time you're kind of like half paying attention half like just trying to see how it sounds yeah um that's that's kind of how i was when listening to this for the first time and i i listened to the first five songs nailed them and then listened to halo through cigarette dreams um Either way, you know, I mean, it, maybe I just listened to the album wrong, but, um, but I mean, overall, you know, I, I'd probably give this song. What would I give this song? I don't even know. Like, like a seven. Honestly, I
1: also wrote down seven. Yeah. Look at us. Great minds thinking alike. You're, you're doing pants.
0: The... We switched. Last time I actually had ratings this time i did not
1: yeah i prepared ratings because last time we're like oh you don't have any ratings
0: Um uh, okay, gotta get yeah. those ratings in i understand why well, I, uh. I thought i thought we weren't doing them so i didn't write i thought now. we i mean we don't have to do them. No, no no no. we're on the train now we gotta keep it going all right all right all right. we gotta do them for next episode too do we are we locked yeah. in now yeah we're locked in there's two episodes in baby Ah. <sighs> Okay. Um. Anything else? Let's talk about Halo. Let's talk about Halo. I think Halo is very good.
1: I think it's very Cage the Elephant, and of course, honestly, I don't know if this song necessarily is overall about a relationship. It sounds like it is, but it I think sounds it's...
0: like you know what it sounds like. It what sounds does it sound like. like? It sounds like, ah, how do I want to put this? It's like someone was in a relationship at one time. And what happened is, you know, that, that person kind of missed being around them and kind of kept on going back just to them, just to like mess around and have that like connection again, that physical connection. And they kept on doing this more and more until, like, maybe one of them realized it wasn't good. I don't know. I could see maybe, that. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, this song, I feel like, could also connect to a lot of people. I mean, I, I mean me personally, you know, I feel like, you know, there's this, a lot of things that you could definitely tie back to this, you know, in one way yeah. or another. I feel like a lot of people go through it, in other words.
1: No, and that's what's good about music, is that it can be interpreted a million different ways, and a million different people could, you know, be touched by it you know yeah. personally i took this song as it's just kind of submitting to your vices whatever that is yeah you know whether it's chocolate or relationships or the Kit
0: Kat i have sitting in my freezer it could be any one of those things give in give in to the Kit Kat. i already had half of it before me the other half later <laughs> please share with me for dinner
1: no it's mine <laughs>
0: I, I want my king size kick out all to myself. Well, that's good for you. It is
1: good <laughs> for me. Anyways, I don't have a whole lot to say about Halo. I like it. You know, I don't think anything's fantastic about it, but I like it. I like to jam to it. Um. Also, towards the end, something I liked was, uh, which I think you'll appreciate this too, because it's about the percussion. I did a little oh. jazz
0: hands thing. when I did percussion. In oh, case you're for not those watching the YouTube video, for those video. who are just listening,
1: percussion. Imagine like like um, like uh oh god, Sometimes. yeah yeah. I was thinking the way that uh Bo Burnham does it when he does a stand up and he reads the, the joke, and he does the chimes. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> percussion.
0: Yeah. <Ooh>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, I like how uh, towards the end you kind of hear the drum hit against drumsticks hit against the side of the drum a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool, but I'm also easily impressed. (laughs)
0: Uh, I can't really say it was something that poked my attention as a drummer. Um, (laughs) But uh, I don't know. I mean, this song this song's really good on. There's uh there's not really much for me to say about it other than I really like the lyrics and the music's kind of cool the chorus is catchy. Yeah. Um, oh, the lyrics are great. I think that uh, you know what I think my favorite thing is as I like how the energy dies and then builds back up again. Just a nice feel, you know? It's it's a cool it's a cool thing to do in a song. They do it a, uh Harry Styles did it a lot when we were talking in episode 1. Um but, you know, it's just it's just something that I kind of dig into some songs. So, you know. Nah, definitely having a rise and fall of energy is important. Yeah, you know, not a bad song. Um, I really don't know what else to say about it. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? Other than just giving it a fat rating of...
1: I'll give it a fat rating of 7 out of 10. 7 ten. elephants out of 10
0: elephants. Oh, boy. We're doing this again. Oh, um... yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are doing this again.
0: I would... <laughs> Would you rather
1: us do cages? Seven cages. Uh,
0: remember, well, okay. Is the elephant named Cage? No. Or are they caging the elephant? We are caging the elephant.
1: Well, I've Anyways. caged seven elephants out of ten elephants to rate
0: this song. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna give it seven. I, you know, I, I would I would go far enough to say it's a seven point five. Oh, would you now? How do you cage half an elephant? Ah that's some pretty
1: uh, pretty it's bad. zoom illegal ship, stuff if you going, going on there.
0: <laughs> pretty illegal. Ah, Turn the other elephant half... king. Oh boy, shouldn't say the next part of that joke. Anyways, well, what do you think about
1: Black Widow?
0: Black Widow. I don't like the vocals on it, but I like the song. I like the song a lot. Um, this song is also kind of developing on the concept. It's about uh. It Well, you know, Matt uses a black widow, basically uh, alluring uh, the prey to its trap, much like a siren. Or how do you pronounce it? Do you say siren siren or siren? It's siren. Like a wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. I've heard... (laughs) Yeah, man.
1: It's a wee-woo.
0: It is a wee-woo. I'll give you that. (laughs) Wee-woo,
1: wee-woo, wee-woo.
0: Um... But uh but yeah, you know, I, I like it. I also I read a little bit about this song because I thought it was so intriguing mm-hmm. and um I guess I guess what happened in the studio was that the producer and Matt were having an argument because the producer was like, I kinda use horns on my albums. At least one song has horns, that's just like my thing. And Matt's like, No, I don't want horns on this song. And it but works horns. And, but there's horns on it and it works really well. Yeah. It sounds great. Um, you know who plays,
1: you know who who's one of the horn players on this? Which I was also looking into this, and I was very, very surprised to learn that Jeff Coffin plays sax on this song. That's right. Also on uh hypocrite, hypocrite and on teeth. That's right. For those of you know for those of you who don't know Jeff Coffin, he's um a very, very experienced saxophonist he is um he's part of uh Bela fleck and the fleck tones which is like a jazz banjo band which is freaking awesome i know him from dave matthews because he's been touring with them and has been in the band for a while
0: like a so studio. i
1: was listening to this and i'm like oh man that's jeff coffin
0: heck yeah man I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know that about Jeff Coffin. Is that his last name, Coffin? Coffin, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, he, he plays great on this song especially. I'll talk about his playing on the next song when we get there. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a cool, it's a cool song. I don't really know how to talk about it. The harmonies at the end are kind of cool, um, yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a nice not filler, but it's a nice song. You know what? Yeah, it's a lot like Halo in that respect.
1: I guess I don't know. I talking- I was I was listening to this and it dawned on me how many songs on this album are about girls and relationships, and oh boy, this is definitely one of them.
0: Yeah, that's a part of the concept
1: yeah crazy uh the bass grooves hard as per usual i -hmm. love the energy i love the horns i really love the horns but overall it's fine you know there's not really a lot to say about this song even though we just spoke for a little while about this song (laughs) yeah Uh, we're too much
0: no i 100 100 agree it's very (laughs) much like uh it's very much like halo ah no you know what Halo's better than this yeah i like What's halo a, better i rated a halo higher it? than i rated this what would you what how how would you compare this song to honestly you what, know what to something probably, else on the album yeah i'd probably compare I, it as the next song i wouldn't
1: compare it to the next song because i think the next song is great I, um i, I don't know i i guess it. i would kind of compare this to like
0: take it or leave it you know you want to i don't
1: know, I don't know. It's like Spider Head in terms of the energy, definitely. But I don't know. I don't know.
0: I just mean like I just mean like placement and like overall rating, like how yeah. good is this song? You know, I don't know. I think it's better than I, think I don't know.
1: I got better. no clue. Head, I but... think I'm I'm looking through my ratings right now, and this is my lowest rated song, other than it's really? just forever, because they are tied. Spoiler alert, I gave the song a six.
0: So you give it a six?
1: I give it a six. I'm not a huge fan of it overall. I like it. Like I said, there's a lot of good parts about it. I love the horns. I love the energy. But like, I like no, I like, I like strong, the drums. I'd probably but... give
0: it a strong six as well. Um, one thing I will say, this is the one song on the album I really like how they ended. That's just me. But I really I really like how this how this one ended. So, so yeah, probably a six. Anyway, six? moving on to. Uh, hypocrite hypocrite Ah, uh,
1: i love hypocrite hypocrite and then a very good song on the album excuse you uh hypocrite hey, pulls back a bad. lot
0: i never said bad i said... pulls back a lot
1: <laughs> You're right. It does. hypocrite pulls back a lot uh honestly i really like it i like the percussion in the beginning his voice is a lot clearer i don't know if
0: it was mixed differently or he's using a different mic but either way i really like how he sounds on this didn't have any effects on his voice you know
1: that too <laughs> you know i like the little bits of horns i like the really harmonies
0: like, i like the beginning with the drums it's uh yeah it's a good drum sound it's very and then there's, uh,
1: is there's this there's um uh there's the one percussion instrument i don't know what it's called but you know the one i'm talking about in the very beginning it's like the
0: like a type thing oh the uh oh uh, i'm a percussionist the ratchet you should know is that what it's called it's called a ratchet
1: yeah i like that i like the oh, ratchet a lot brrr. yes that one yep, that one It's called a ratchet see one more time one more time ratchet no no, no, no the sound
0: oh brrr. Yeah, <laughs> glad, you got a, glad you got a kick out of that. All those yeah. watching and listening. I hope you enjoyed that.
1: I also really like the writing on this song. I like the story it has to tell. I'm noticing a common pattern with me in writing. Um, you know, I like it because it's kind of just about like the sadness and emptiness you feel after having a fight with someone you care about, whether it's in a relationship or not you know it's just someone that you care about and at the end of the day you don't really know why the fight started you don't know who started the fight but you just kind of feel like crap because you hurt the person that you love
0: yeah um yeah i don't, i would 100% agree with you i also uh, i really like um i think that this is definitely one of the um one of the catchiest choruses on oh 100% album. even though you know, I wouldn't say this is one of my favorite songs. It's definitely one of the catchiest choruses. You I could even also... say
1: that in the chorus, there is um, there's a reference to a John Lennon song, Strawberry Fields Forever, which is about, you know, the happiness of childhood. And he literally says, I watched the strawberry fields dried up and wither away. So like... Field. Yeah, well, genius lyrics told me it was written by John Lennon. So
0: well, I'll have to top you on that. It was if it if it was written by John Lennon, it was a Lennon McCartney tune, which means it was basically written by you know whoever at that time in the Beatles. We'll talk about the Beatles at some point.
1: Yeah, my point is though, it's it's cool that it alludes to that song, also because like you know, he feels like. Like I said, he feels like crap because he hurt the person that he loved. And it's almost like his childhood self would kind of be disappointed. And he's seeing like the realness of the situation. Yeah. It's good. It's it's kind of deep.
0: I was going to mention, because we were talking about uh, Jeff Coffin, right? That's Yeah, thing. my boy. Um, the horns on this album are super hmm. underwhelming for me. Oh, oh, you thought I was gonna say your... <laughs> you got me there. I saw, I saw the look on your face. Yeah, it's just like it felt like a layer that didn't really need to be there. You know what I mean? I like maybe. it. I think
1: it adds a nice touch.
0: I guess, but also at the same yeah. time, I mean, I don't know. That's just that's just the way. You know, that's just the way I feel. Also, yeah. well, maybe it's a good maybe thing we have just... different opinions
1: for once, You're and not right. just aggressively agreeing with each other.
0: You're right. <laughs> um also i mean something else that was kind of cool for all you theory foreheads out there there oh, was God. some polymetric stuff at the end with the horns where the band was playing in four and the horns were playing in three. Ooh. polymetric. look at you polymetric so why why didn't you like <laughs> the horns let's talk about that ah they're dull like, what
1: about it was okay yeah
0: they're dull there's it, it either either bring it further in the mix or take them out completely there it's just such a layer that doesn't need to be there in my own opinion. Maybe listen, maybe people are going to listen to this and they're going to say, man, Liam, he's real stupid. You know, man, Liam, um, he's real stupid. Yeah. I can hear it now. Yeah. <laughs> but you be hearing I, it from me later. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that, that's just the way I feel about it. I don't know. I just, it, I, I didn't like, it. I, I was just like listening to, it. I was like, okay, mm why why is it there in the first place you know it doesn't it doesn't bring out the emotion it doesn't do anything it's just a layer that's just kind of there you know sometimes sometimes people just like a horn part but it doesn't really further anything you know what i mean
1: yeah I i don't know i enjoy it i don't know if it necessarily adds anything thematically it definitely adds to my enjoyment i'll be honest i love hearing horn parts especially in rock music but i like it you know, you I don't. I like the horns the best on Black Widow. And the horns here are okay, and the horns on Teeth, uh, nothing makes sense on Teeth, but that's the charm of Teeth. Uh... Um. <laughs> so yeah, no, like I, I like the horns best on Black Widow. I don't know if the horns were needed here. That's
0: what. But I like, it's I'm saying. it's
1: cool. You know, it's I definitely cool. don't mind it. I don't take a personal offense. I'm not like. <gasps> Good heavens,
0: no, there's horns. The horns are here. Get get out of the room. Sorry, that's a terrible <laughs> accent. Um, yeah. oh, anyways. Sit here. I'm sorry oh, if no. I offended anyone in all of our European listeners. <laughs> yes, because you know we have so many European listeners. I know. <laughs> Maybe one. Because we're listening to places outside of New York. That's right anyways um i'm gonna rate this song a six really maybe a really? 7 i'll give it a, a seven 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 no man a solid eight i love hypocrite that's you're gonna give me a seven that's it no i'm giving you, you an eight uh, you give me a seven that's as far chief. as i'm gonna go chief let's talk about teeth chief. chief i'm not lowering my score for you you don't have to you can keep yours at eight uh, keep
1: mine at right. at seven <laughs> uh you're going to hate my score for teeth. Uh, So as I was listening to this, I literally wrote down, I want to read it for you word for word. I have a funny feeling Liam will be very conflicted or not like this song at all. So which one is it, let's, Liam? Are you conflicted or you don't like the
0: song? Let's put it like this. I've listened to this album about given. I've listened to this album about 10 times i've listened to every song about about 10 times maybe a few like telescope more than others because i like telescope more than others um but this song has grown on me it's about probably as far as it's gonna grow this song i'm shocked to even hear that it grew on you this song sounds like it was recorded on an iphone microphone (laughs) <laughs> uh it is to me the ideal sound of what i would think of when i hear 2010 indie alt rock or indie punk or whatever well it, it,
1: it's a good thing that they're just a few years late to hit that margin
0: well it's it's generally speaking 2010s era decade That's true. That's 2010s true. um but uh i don't get the song at all i really don't it's so chaotic and all over the place the oh yeah the mood changes. i i don't get it there's one part i really was kind of like okay but i had to listen to it 10 times to actually hear it because it's so behind everything um jeff coffin's saxophone playing i love jeff
1: coffin's saxophone playing it's whack but i love it
0: guitar solo as well um just at the end right um maybe maybe you haven't listened to enough crimson but no
1: i've only listened to um the one uh, oh the, Court, the, Court the, of the one. crimson king yeah the one like once yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i just got i got very like early crimson vibes at least like i don't know they only had like three songs like that but a lot of that's how people define king crimson sometimes so i'm just gonna say that uh but i mean that was really one of the only parts i really liked i mean the chorus is kind of catchy
1: what do you think of the spoken word at the
0: end Ooh, let me this is we're about road. to differ
1: i know we're, we're gonna to... i know we're about to differ here
0: so here's the thing so i thought that this was a total shot out of left field this is such a weird movement i don't even know why it was in there it sounds maybe maybe you know give me some insight when i'm done it sounds like it was inspired by the band tool and their song rosetta stoned which is vocally very much like it except um except the vocals are a lot faster on rosetta stone he's like and this is just you know it's it's a little bit like it and seems like it's almost trying to mimic it in some ways but um i don't know by the end of this section i started to not care and started not paying attention, it's just very bizarre, and it's not my cup of tea. Give me All some right. insight, give so, me reasons to like it.
1: It had to, it took me a few listens to get into this song a few years because boy, is it chaotic! And there's a lot going on, and I have no idea what it's about, and I don't know what genre you would consider it, but I really like it. Like I said, I think the sax section from Jeff Coffin is weird but dope. I love the roaring guitars, I love the energy. and do you like, I like,
0: the, do you like the <laughs> in the beginning? Yeah. The feedback on the guitar? Uh. Um, And here's the thing about the spoken word.
1: I think it's really cool because I love the music going on in the background. And he's just kind of... I think that this part of the song really kind of wraps up a lot of the album thematically. And bear with me here. I'm there. Because um, it reminds me a lot of telescope. Because if you think of it from the perspective that he's talking about himself, he seems lost. He has no idea where all the creative people went. Just everyone is a critic, and everyone is gonna have so many shitty things to say about everybody that no one is appreciating anything anymore. Not even him. He's not even talking about anything that he makes. He's just saying in general, he just kind of feels mad that all the creatives are gone and everyone is a critic. You know, it's really disjointed, but it's interesting. You know, he talks about how sometimes the world is asking for more than he can give. And it talks about just the struggles of fame. And maybe the the world's asking for more than he can give might be also then referring to a relationship about the other person asking for more than he can give or maybe the entire album isn't actually about relationships at all. It's about his struggles with fame and how the world demanding that he do this and demanding that he do that is actually not, no, I, I, I meant I I'm thinking about this the other way. I'm thinking (laughs) the relationship saying do this, do that, do this, do that is just about fame.
0: Just like the music industry,
1: you know, maybe Spiderhead isn't about a toxic relationship. It's about his it's about his toxic relationship with the music industry, but he knows he's going to make it out OK. You know, I still have no idea what come a little closer is about Telescope is literally about him feeling alone and anxiety. It's just forever. It says it right in the title. He's locked into this for the rest of his life. Once you're famous, it's not going away.
0: Or at least it does like maybe, maybe like the, the mass amount of fame, but like, you know,
1: but still you're, you can still, you're still a name. You're still a name, you know, take it or leave it is a song about someone who doesn't want to commit to a relationship and they constantly change their minds. Maybe it's autobiographical saying, do I really want to put out this record? Do I want to put out something that I think could be really good and blow up and make and change my life forever? You know, Halo, he gave into his vice. He gave into wanting to be famous. You know, Black Widow, it's obviously about someone. But if you look at through the lens of fame, you know, he can't take his eyes off of fame.
0: Yeah, think about it like that. Think about it like almost almost as like a it it literally is a trap, you know, and, you know, just like the fame of just like being recognized and kind of like, you know, having that. uh, Yeah, yeah
1: you know, and then it all culminates well, really in Cigarette Daydreams, which is when it all falls apart. But in in teeth, because the world and the industry is asking for more than he can give.
0: I like that. I like that a lot. That's definitely a different way of looking at this album. You know,
1: it also still could be about relationships. I'm sure it's about both because music is about a lot of things, you know, but it's it just this song just provides another lens to look at the album through. Uh-huh. And then I'll talk about this when I talk about cigarette daydreams. But then it and it if it if it ends, if teeth is the mental breakdown, cigarette daydreams is like the morning after. And saying, Okay, what the hell do I do now? I give the song yeah. an eight.
0: An eight? Really? You know, I like after- it. After just talking about it, I was going to give it a 3.5. I'll give it a 6.
1: That much more, huh? I'll
0: give it a 6. Because there's still a lot that I don't like about it. I mean, that's fair. Musically. But just this conversation. Can I be honest?
1: That conversation, I was putting the pieces together in my head in real time. Because I wrote down, one of my bullet points was, This monologue is about the struggles of fame. And it all just kind of clicked. And I'm like, holy shit, this entire album's about that. And I don't know Mm -hmm. how I completely missed that. Or maybe it's not about that. And I'm just crazy. But like, that's what's great about music is that it could be interpreted so many different ways.
0: Yeah. It's just an interpretation. And that's why I love this
1: album. You know,
0: that's a definitely good way of looking at it. That's a good way of looking at it. Let's talk about the finale.
1: I love this song. Cigarette Daydreams, I'm going to start off the bat, this is my 10. And even though I do rate songs relatively from each other, so 9 out of 10 times, I will have a 10 on an album, this is also just one of my favorite songs of all time. This is the reason why I want to learn how to play guitar, and it has been for years. You know, every time I pick up a guitar, I try to do this song. And every time I do, I get a little bit better at it. You know? Yeah, I think it's great. It's super duper pulled back. It's really nice. And it's really emotional. He's kind of admitting defeat. You know, if you look at it from a relationship standpoint, it's the, it's the, it's the thought of this isn't working. Maybe, maybe they broke up. Maybe they're about to break up. Maybe he's just having a realization while in the relationship, but he's saying something about this isn't working. And I don't know what to do. And I think that that's something like really strong to say because, you know, he's putting it on himself. He's not putting it on anyone else. He's saying, I don't know where to go from here. I don't know what to do. And if you look at it through the lens of teeth, like I was saying before, you know, it's the morning after the mental breakdown, he's saying, okay, like I, i'm i'm huge i'm a star i don't like it and it's not going away where did i go wrong like what happened why aren't i enjoying this hmm
0: yeah uh definitely not the way i took it um but i i would you know like like i was saying earlier you know i i i don't know i think i think you're definitely right in that respect definitely in both viewpoints um you know, you know like I said I like think that this is this is definitely one of the more mature songs on the album I think that this song is especially oh, yeah. paired with 100 especially paired with telescope I mean these are these are the mature songs on the album not that the other ones aren't no no I'm gonna be honest these are the mature songs on the album in my opinion that's not to say that the concept isn't mature because I think that I think that both concepts that you could bring up with this argument are very mature for you know what they were doing at the time um, and definitely not what other people were writing about in 2013. Um, so you know, very, very cool. Um, I gotta say, talking about the bass playing again. <laughs> uh, yeah, bass playing is great,
1: bass, bass playing are saying great. on the entire album, like that's that's the constant right there.
0: Yeah, I know, and I feel like I keep saying that, it, but it's true. Um, I also and like, honestly, use... KC Elephants' bass in general
1: is great on all their albums. Yeah. He's he's really really fucking talented.
0: Yeah. Um. Also, there's a I can't even tell what kind of keyboard it is, but it's in the background of the majority of the song, and it just kind of builds this atmosphere. You know. Yeah, and, um, super atmosphere. uh Super atmospheric. Uh. I can't remember the. I can't remember the refrain. But uh. Uh. It it also goes back to imagery on this song. You know. There's a there's so much. Great imagery, musically, more than lyrically, if you ask me.
1: Which part were you talking about? Earlier? Uh,
0: singing in the pouring rain. I think it's that line.
1: Oh, the the chorus. You can drive yeah. all night looking for the answers in the pouring rain.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That just that that's an image right there. And then with the yeah. music, you know, kind of you know what it kind of reminds me of. You know how like you know maybe someone will be playing like. uh Have you ever done that? I don't know. I did it when I was young. Where where you? someone's playing like a sad song in the car and you're like looking out the window like you're in a music video
1: yeah uh, and you're watching the rain kind of go yep. down
0: and the raindrops are combining yep that's i don't know that's kind of like what uh, I, actually, I get that vibe that's what i imagine and it's it and you know it's you know it's it's just the way it is uh it's you know what something i also wrote about uh you know what i'm not going to talk about the ending because you know, well, maybe, maybe I will, but we'll get there. But it's just, I was going to say,
1: I feel like you don't like the ending just because it's like it's ending. just kind of everything drops out. and It just kind of ends.
0: Mm-hmm. I like I it feel though. like I feel like they could have extended it a little bit. Maybe they do live. Um, but I mean, it's just it feels almost like you're missing something. And may, maybe, you know, we're talking about the concept of the song. You know, you're definitely missing that something so you know maybe that's on part of it you know what i mean maybe also i'm um, not Matt
1: schultz though i don't know
0: yeah right also you know the the bridge when it builds up with the vocals i think it's just the vocals oh what's in that part there's vocals i know that much <laughs>
1: or is it literally just where it goes like just yeah in the bridge yeah um and it just all kind of pulls back
0: yeah, it it builds and then pulls back, and I don't really know how much I like it. Oh, I like it a lot. Um, but because uh, it kind
1: of reinforces the fact of, what the hell do I do? Yeah, because maybe it's that you're on the right path, you think you're getting somewhere, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, and thinking about ways. it through both lenses, both lenses work. You know, both the fame and the relationship lens. Yeah, so maybe with the relationship lens, you know, you're saying, okay, yeah this is it i can i can fix this i know how to fix this i screwed up but i can make this better and then it just doesn't Mm -hmm. or through the fame it's that i i can live with it i know i can live with it and then it doesn't work you just gotta you know fight another day you know yeah life's a bitch but you keep living
0: yeah exactly yeah um and you're just
1: looking for the answers in the pouring rain it's a great song i I love this song
0: it's one of the best songs on the album you know like i said it's not my favorite it's probably number three it'd probably get my number three pick just just because i like just because i like just because i like spiderhead and um and telescope so much more so that's that rating i already know your rating yeah i already said it i gave this thing a 10 man gave it a 10 would I give Telescope a nine point five? I'd probably give it a yeah. nine point five. Fair enough. That's the thing is, I really want to give a song on this album a ten. It's just hard for me.
1: So give it to Cigarette Daydreams. No better no. song to give it a ten uh, than it the best song on the album.
0: Fine. You know what? Fine. It gets a ten. Hell How about yeah, that? Peer pressure me into a ten. You've got oh, it. Oh yeah.
1: Man. So, I so also yeah. just like just about this song. I love. I guess it's more the album in general, but with this song specifically, I love where just the album goes sonically, how it starts with the loud and crashing of the guitars and the drums. And then throughout the album, things kind of get a little bit more mellower and then it gets super chaotic. And then it just kind of ends on like a nice, clean, relaxed note. Yeah. You know, like I've, I've um, listened to this album before and I hadn't realized that it was on loop. And cigarette would end, and I would be like, yeah. And then, boom, boom. And I'd be like, okay, we're back. We're back in Spiderhead. Boom, boom, Hello.
0: Boom, boom, but, but. Yeah. Is this the first time my lights have started flashing? I've never noticed.
1: Yeah. Cameras being wonky again. It'd be that way. Spoiled again.
0: Um. So, I mean, that puts a wrap on the album. I like Give it a some- lot. I listen it this album grew on me a lot uh you can even I was talking to some people kind of trashing it not gonna lie uh trashing
1: it to me like two days ago
0: yeah I know but it wasn't just you I was talking to other people in my opinion (laughs) were a lot stronger with them because I didn't want to offend you but oh leon can I say ah you're too nice I know I try my best to be but I mean you know I don't know. It grew on me. It grew on me. And I like it a lot more. I that. appreciate it's it. Good. I appreciate it a lot more. I knew I I'm wanted to you, give it more. Listen more
1: to it again with the lens of this is autobiographical and it's about fame
0: and it's not about relationships.
1: Yeah. And it'll completely change the way you see the album.
0: I kinda hope so. Kinda hope so. Maybe I'll listen to it tonight. Maybe it won't.
1: But maybe, or maybe it won't.
0: will. Uh rating. The album. Rate the album. Do it now.
1: Ooh, ah e ah ah anywhere from like eight to a nine and a half out of ten just because i love this album a lot it's one of my favorites it's in my top 10 albums of all time but also like there's some parts that i don't like
0: you know like teeth no (laughs) i know you like teeth um you gave me a little smile. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, get it, teeth. Yeah,
1: teeth. I F. could feel it in my teeth, and it's driving me mad.
0: That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna give this album a seven point five to an eight.
1: A respectable score.
0: Seven point seven five. It's not one of my top ten albums of all time. Uh, but it's a good album, and I, I'll tell you what, I'll keep it in my library i think you should i think that'd be a wise decision i'll keep it in my library maybe i'll throw it in like a driving playlist or something like Ooh. i'll throw in telescope Ooh, driving maybe players. maybe cigarette daydreams
1: oh not cigarette daydreams oh no, it's too much it's too do much that. too much
0: so yeah so anyways
1: that's the album melophobia yeah. have you listened to it have you not listened to it I Are you know gonna the, listen
0: to it? I don't know if it's the right starter for um for cage the elephant, but
1: yeah. Honestly, it's I think a lot of their albums kind of have similar sounds but also different sounds. Yeah, if you genuinely want to start listening to Cage the Elephant, this isn't a terrible place to start. Tell Me I'm Pretty was their next album. That one at Grammy, it's pretty good. They released a new one called Social Cues not that long ago.
0: You have yeah. a buddy at home that likes social cues. So I social cues speak I I would start with one of those two probably. But I mean melophobia is not a bad album. You just gotta be into this kind of music. Yes. Which I this is something very different for me. So
1: but yeah, let let us know what you think. Uh yes. if you have any future album suggestions, feel free to DM us on Instagram.
0: Yes, our Instagram is at Musicians Talk Music Podcast on Instagram. And I'm going to double
1: check that that's actually what it it is. I I didn't want
0: to mess up. I didn't want to mess
1: up. Feel free to DM us on at Musicians Talk Music Podcast on Instagram.
0: We are on Anchor and on Spotify. We are hoping to be on Apple Podcasts in the near future.
1: Maybe you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Maybe you
0: are listening to this on Apple Podcasts who we don't we don't know we don't know the future we don't know that's a problem for future Liam and future Hayden hell yeah it is
1: (laughs) and this is present Hayden and present Liam signing off